0: Hello and welcome to the Bedtime Storycast, the podcast where I talk and you fall asleep. My name is Mike, and I invite you to get comfortable under the covers, take a few deep breaths in and out, and settle in as we listen to another soothing bedtime story entitled Rio from a Cloud. This story was written by Jordan Blancett, Sweet dreams. John rolled over in bed, rubbing his eyes as the alarm on his phone played a gentle piano melody. His feet slipped over the edge of the bed to the cool floor, a shiver rolling up his body, relaxing into a shrug as he stretched awake. Within minutes, John roused himself into a wakeful state, brewing a warm cup of coffee to accompany his breakfast scone. And moments later, he found himself pulling on his shoes and brushing the last of the crumbs from his shirt. And as he headed out the door, he tucked his parachute pack over his shoulder. For today, John was going hang gliding. He made his way down to the hotel lobby, nodding hello and goodbye to the doorman as he boarded the waiting van. It pulled onto the quiet streets of Rio de Janeiro, headlights flickering on to illuminate the darkness of the early morning. John leaned his head against the window, his eyes mesmerized by the lights fading behind them, Soon, the van was rattling along the roads out of Rio, turning off the highway onto a two-lane background that twisted and wound its way through the densely forested mountains to the west. Here and there, houses peeked through the trees, nestled in small clearings cut into the hillside, the occasional mansion, a modern-looking bungalow, an early colonial estate with pointed rooftops and proud white walls. At first, John could barely make out any details in the early morning darkness, his vision obscured beyond a few feet. But as the curved light of the sun peered over the watery edge of the world to the east. The morning twilight slipped into gray dawn, bringing new details to light. If he squinted just right, John could see the distant sky between the tree trunks highlighting the mountainous islands and sea stacks. First gray, and then blue, pink, and purple. And then the coastline lightened into a wondrous orange that heralded a new day. John shifted in his seat as the bus wound further up the mountainside, passing into a fog bank lit in tempered hues of orange and pink. Dew dripped from every leaf and needle and fern they passed by, the rising sunlight catching droplets in midair to make them sparkle like rainbows. Birds swooped through the trees from branch to branch and vine to vine, Their songs flitting through the dewy air. John breathed in deeply, delighting in the jungle's gentle greeting, and then grew more alert as the van passed from the forest into a sunlit clearing. The fog clung to the trees at the edge, clearing away until John's eyes could just make out the platform in the morning sun. The green, wooden riser sat at the edge of a cliff, shading the observation deck below, where a few like-minded early risers sipped their coffee and tea. Just feet away, the hill sprawled downward toward the city of Rio, which from John's view lay tucked neatly between the lush green jungle And the warm ocean breeze blowing over the Atlantic The van stopped at the sidewalk Idling just long enough for John to disembark Before it rolled back down the hill John around, taking in the sights and smells of the wondrous Brazilian morning, before his hand was clasped warmly by a man he knew well. Jacob, John greeted the man, I'm so glad you could make it. Jacob smiled his gentle smile, his face brightening as if he were talking to his best friend. So, my favorite student, what do you think? Are you ready for your first solo flight? John shook his head a smile of his own encroaching upon his normally stoic lips. As ready as I'll ever be, he said. Jacob led John to the side, where a hang glider lay assembled, waiting for its rider. John stepped around the beautiful blue and yellow canvas, admiring the way the sail fanned out from its frontward point to curve like two blades that would slice smoothly through the sky. The instructor gripped the bottom edge of the triangular bar, Hanging from the sail's canopy, lifting the glider to show John the dangling harness. Time to gear up, Jacob said, his eyes twinkling. This will be a day you won't soon forget. John gulped down the tingling remnants of the butterflies flitting about his stomach, aiding Jacob in carrying the hang glider up the ramp to the platform's inner edge. And there, Jacob held the contraption steady as John buckled himself into the straps Fitting them snugly around his legs and torso. They felt familiar around his body. They felt right, as if they belonged. And as the last of the familiar weight settled over his frame, his nerves melted away, leaving him... Calm and ready. John felt Jacob lower his helmet over his head, buckling the straps under his chin. It's time, Jacob said. I'll meet you at the beach in a few hours. Enjoy every moment. And with that, Jacob stepped back, leaving John alone on the platform. He breathed deep, gripping the black handles on the sides of the control bar. They too were familiar and warm to the touch as the bottom edge of the sun Finally clipped over the ocean to brighten up the day. John took a moment for one last check, noting the strength of the harness strapped into the metal frame above him, the aluminum supports crisscrossing their way through the sturdy canvas of the sail. John turned his eyes forward again, surveying the broad swath of forest stretching before and below him. The far away twinkling of the ocean white caps as they crested onto the beach. His legs, as if of their own volition, carried him forward, building speed as he approached the edge of the platform overhanging the cliff. The wind tugged at the glider's nose, angling him up, giving him lift. And then, John leapt from the platform, his body falling into the harness until the straps held taut to his body. The wind pushed the glider forward and up until it settled into a gentle glide on the morning breeze. John hadn't realized his eyes were squeezed shut until he opened them again. Below him, the world slipped past in brilliant, verdant sprouts of jungle green. The tops of the trees swayed in the same wind that nudged him aloft, and then, higher still, John laughed, sliding his hands to the control bar before him. He angled the glider carefully, steering into a column of warm air rising from the jungle as it exhaled its morning warmth. The nose of his glider slipped up, Air whooshing around his helmet as John climbed over the peak and surveyed the glory of the world beneath his feet. As the sun began to crest upward, the forest below appeared almost to glow. Light green branches sprawling upward to tangle with the darker green giants. The mountains beneath them jutted out from the earth at odd angles, some topped with a flat crown, while others pointed to the sky as if in greeting. The mountain's feet marched toward the sea in one direction, building up the forested range behind John and others. John caught another draft from a ridge to his right, using the momentum to circle upward before leveling his nose toward the ocean. To his left, a seabird soared into view, riding the same updraft with more grace and ease than ever John's hang glider could hope to achieve. He smiled Cawing to the bird And it tittered back Before swooping down into the forest John tracked it with his eyes Until its spotted white wingtips Dipped beneath the tree line And as John crested the final ridge His eyes widened, drinking in the beauty of the world that sprawled lazily before him. The mountain slopes slipped into the ocean effortlessly, cradling the city of Rio elegantly. The white and black and gray buildings reached up to the sky, making it a few dozen feet, in some places a few hundred, before being eclipsed by the regal beauty of the sea stacks and mountain ridges dotting the coastline. John looked downward, he could see the red rooftops of the bungalows he'd passed on the road through the mountains, their white faces pointed toward the sea. John passed them by in mere seconds, coasting down the spiny crest of the mountain's foothold until the trees and rocks gave way beneath him. And now, only open ocean remained. The salty spray wisped upward in spirals as the wind plucked drops of water from the endless depths. John could taste the salt on his lips, breathing in the heady scent eagerly. Below him, a parasailer's colorful chute glided by, arching over the breeze of the boat, tugging it along. The pale yellow of the fluttering fabric was offset by the blue-green waters swirling below, water that cycled into mesmerizing white caps before crashing onto the beach in a gentle rhythm. John spotted the shadow of his own glider sailing smoothly over the water, passing through the breakers with impossible ease. His fingers tightened to the control bar of the glider, banking around slowly to maneuver back toward the beach. Carefully, he sailed between a pair of sea stacks covered in nesting birds, his glider's shadow briefly eclipsing the white, bobbing boats that dotted the waves. And behind him, swooping in from the sea stacks, a flock of seagulls flew into formation using John's glider to guide them to shore. He looked down as he passed over the gentle white sand of the beach, momentarily enthralled by the shadow of another hang glider slipping down to the sand. He could barely see the rider's feet as the glider tilted, pulling backward with startling gentility as the rider planted their feet in the soft, pillowy sand. John angled the glider's nose downward as he approached an ocean side cliff catching the wind floating upward to swirl between two hills and over the beachside harbor. And with a deep, practiced breath, he glided silently into the city, just low enough he could reach out and touch the windows of the skyscrapers passing him by, below him, the road buzzed with the activity of thousands of people, no larger than ants from John's view, bustling about their daily lives. Here and there, the ants would move a little quicker, and John realized that these were cars passing noiselessly over the streets compared to the wind rustling contentedly in his ears. And then, the skyscrapers fell into the distance and the world opened up again, a sprawling green park filled with trees and sidewalks and ponds taking their place. The wind quieted for a moment, leaving John alone with his thoughts, blinking slowly as he took in the quietude of the world passing so far below. In a moment, The wind's absence was filled with other sounds. The ocean lapping at its shores. The faint rush of cars gliding below. The cry of the seagulls visiting this unusual stranger to their skies. John breathed in deep. His lungs filled with crisp, green, salty air. And then, just like that, the greenery was gone, and the wind rustled back into his hearing, filling his senses and coaxing his mind into a meditative state. He glided closer to the buildings before him, riding the sweeping rush of air banking off the building to circle higher and then following the highway out of the concrete jungle and into the relative wilds of the hills. Beneath John's feet, Cars trickled along the highway, appearing as beetles crawling along a dusty, gray trail. To his right, the brilliant white brick and red rooftops of Rio's mansions peered from behind the trees, surrounded on all sides by lush greenery that leaned in as if to gently envelop the structures at any moment. And as John grew closer to the cliffs lining the city, the cars disappeared into a tunnel carved into the mountainous finger of rock and dirt reaching out toward the sea. The rocks dropped off at the shoreline, the wind whirling up into the air and catching John's glider with it. And John rode the wind, banking west into the mountains and climbing higher in broad, sweeping circles. And then the world went quiet again, even the wind settling down to a dull hum. The edge of his glider brushed the clouds forming over the mountain peaks, a bank of white mist crawling up the mountain sides. Wispy tendrils slipped through the trees silently, swirling around the leaves until they dripped with cool wetness. John brushed a finger through his hair, feeling the dampness of the clouds gather until it too dripped down his forehead He shivered away the chill of the mountain mists and glided back from whence he'd come, sliding silently into the warm sunlight. The glider above him trailed lines of water that splashed into the forest below. And as John descended over the city once more, his stomach began to rumble softly. He looked up to see the sun cresting the first mountain. He'd been flying a lot longer than he thought. With a slight sigh of disappointment, and a wondering gaze back toward the hills, John looped out over the ocean one last time. His glider slipped gracefully through the sea air. And in the distance, he spotted the spout of whale's breath as the great beast glided just beneath the surface of the blue-green waters. Its tail arched out from the waves, water cascading gracefully over the fin. And then, with a mighty splash, the whale heaved its lumbering body back into the depths, disappearing beneath the surf. And John was alone again, floating on the salty breeze. His glider caught a slight updraft, gently turning his craft, and he turned with it to head back to the shore. The shadow of his glider seemed to dance over the waves, inviting his return already. And as he coasted over the smooth, white sand at the water's edge, he turned slightly so he soared along the sandy edge between mountain and sea. Slowly, John edged the glider downward until the few short feet remained between himself and the ground. And then, With a gentle upward tilt The black grip of the control bar Warm in his hand His feet touched down in the soothing sand He skidded a few inches Catching himself with practiced ease As his weightlessness faded away John smiled out at the surf and then, down at his feet buried in the sand. His fingers wandered down the buckles of his harness, sliding off his body as the glider laid down flat. A soft horn at the beach edge caught his attention, and he looked up to see Jacob waving at him from the front seat of his van. John smiled back and reached down to pull the glider apart, tucking it away with his memories. What a beautiful day to go hang gliding.